Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 18th edition of our program, which aired during the first weekend of May 2020, we talked with Sean Flanagan of the Legatum Institute, a think tank based in London. They've developed various metrics for measuring prosperity around the world, and their current U.S. Prosperity Index, including a detailed analysis of Iowa prosperity, was recently released. Sean Flanagan talked to me by phone from London on April 29th, 2020. So my name is Sean Flanagan. I'm the director of the Center for Metrics at the Legatum Institute. Tell me what the Legatum Institute is. What is it that you do there? So we were established about 12 to 13 years ago, uh, and the original sort of vision, mission, if you like, of the founders was was about creating pathways uh, from poverty to prosperity to lift uh, nations and people out of out of poverty. Um, but when we talk about prosperity, we mean uh, a combination of both economic and social well-being, and it's those two working hand in hand together that that helps lead to a life truly flourishing. You've created the United States Prosperity Index. How has this evolved, this notion of prosperity or our feelings about it or our measurement of it? How has that evolved over the course of time? When we first started out, we wanted to, as I say, our mission was about helping uh, improve prosperity across the globe. But you can't really improve it unless you know where nations currently are. So we've developed the Global Prosperity Index, which we've been doing for about 13 years. And that has undergone refinement and improvement over the years. And we believe now... Uh, really captures a sort of true extent of prosperity. And what we find in the U.S., when we look at the U.S. in that index, is that the U.S., whilst it ranks fourth on the economic aspects of the index, there are three broad domains of the index. There's something called open economies, which looks at the extent to which um, a state or a nation is able to attract investment, um, has got good entrepreneurship, has able to uh, have good, good rates of startups and success rates as well. It's got good infrastructure good access to resources, um, and then finally that it's got, uh, can generate wealth sustainably with the inclusion of everybody. So that's things like, you know, high levels of employment, um, participation in the labor force. So that's the sort of very high level of open economies. We've then got the other two domains are inclusive societies, which looks at safety and security, personal freedom, governance, and social capital. And the final domain, the third domain is empowered people, where we measure sort of what are the living conditions of people, their access to resources, to housing. We also measure education, health, and finally, natural environment. So all of that taken together uh, maps up to overall prosperity. And we, we found in the U.S. that whilst the U.S. ranks fourth on the open economies aspect of the global index, it ranks uh, 21st and 27th on the inclusive societies and empowered people. And we really wanted to understand why, which led us to doing the study of the 50 states of the U.S. and D.C. to really unpack that national uh, picture into, into, the, into the states. Did you find that certain regions of the United States had commonalities that allowed you to cluster them in comparison with other regions of the nation? Yeah, so very, very clearly speaking, we found uh, in the results that overall prosperity um, in the south was lower than, than in the north, and in particular the northeast were the states that sort of exhibited uh, the highest levels of prosperity, but not universally. We found also found other states like Utah and Colorado uh, and Washington State. They all 
uh, perform well on overall prosperity as well. But there was a sort of a broad north-south divide um, that we found uh, in the index. Let's talk about my state of Iowa. How did Iowa rank compared to other states in the Midwest region and other states in the country? So Iowa um, sits just above the middle uh, of the rankings. It currently ranks number 20. Um, so it's, it's it, you know, it's in the upper half, which is good. Um, and then in terms of how it sort of compares with, with other states. So in, in the, um, on, I should just say, just if I may, on our website, which is freely available, usprosperity.net, uh, there is, as you go onto the website, there is an interactive map which allows you to um, select your particular state of interest uh, and then it gives you a high-level chart with some overview and then you can you can then drill into a state profile. There's a state profile for every single state in D.C. which really unpacks the index all the way down to the 215 indicators that go into it. So um, when we look at Iowa's uh, profile, we see that actually overall, as I say, it ranks 20th. Um, but then we do see a, a different picture or a mixed picture across the, the three domains. So on the open economies domain, it ranks uh, 31st overall. Uh, but on inclusive societies, it's 10th. And then on the empowered people domain, it's 18th. So there's, there's a bit. Of, and then when you look at the pillars now underneath the domains, if you imagine the index is a little bit like a pyramid at the very apex of the pyramid. You've got overall prosperity that then breaks down into those domains that then breaks down into something called pillars which we have and then underneath that we've got 48 policy focused elements and those are designed to really help um, those in authority you know state legislators governors really understand the areas that they need to sort of look at and maybe invest in uh, and at the very lowest level of the pyramid uh, of the index is these 215 indicators so they all cluster together uh, to give overall prosperity but 31st 10th and 18th is how Iowa, Iowa sits at the moment. I'm looking at a chart from the website, and it gives us the 10-year trend for Iowa with this overall prosperity score. And I find it interesting that Iowa's overall prosperity score has been pretty constant the last couple, three years, higher than it was a decade ago. Yet, we've lost places in the statewide rankings, dropping from, it appears, 14th to 20th. So while it appears Iowa is improving, others are improving faster and better and going past us relative to one another state to state. Is that a fair reading? Absolutely. So so the index uh, provides that sort of healthy uh, competition, uh, if you like, in the sense of, you, you, you know, you can improve, but if you're improving at a slower rate than the rest of the U.S., you will actually fall down the ranking. So, um, you know, improvement really has to be at least the level of the state of the U.S. as a whole in order to maintain the ranking. In some of these various categories, you, you have this all broken down very neatly by category. If you look at Iowa in particular, what are the things that those who drive the economy and drive policy in Iowa, what are the things that they should look at first in order to continue to improve moving forward? Well, I think there's a number of things that Iowa does really well, as I said, on the inclusive societies. Although, you know, interestingly, when you look at safety and security, uh, that has actually fallen, not just in score terms, so it's actually worse than it was a decade ago, but also in, uh, therefore in rank terms as well. And when you unpack that further and look at the policy-focused elements and then the indicators, you see that two things really, uh, violent crime has, 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 in, has increased, uh, and particularly in relation to, to murder. Murder rates, um, I think, have, have gone up. Um, and then also on property crime, uh, particularly sort of mo- motor vehicle theft and burglary. So that, that would be an area. But when you look at the economy, we see uh, the business environment area is something that 
you know, where where it currently ranks 40th is an area that could see improvement. And when you look at the business environment, we're looking at a number of things. One is the financing ecosystem. So that's the extent to which the state can attract investment uh, for bunch of capital or foreign direct investment. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't perform as well on those. So what could, what could state do to, to attract investment into the area? You know, what, what, what opportunities might there be to uh, connect you know, businesses with, with uh, financing investment? But we also see over the past decade in that particular area of business environment that the, the burden of regulation uh, index measure that we have in there has also seen a deterioration, which would suggest that actually over the past decade, regulation in the state has increased and is therefore acting as a barrier uh, to, to sort of, you know, free enterprise, the sort of business being able to, to thrive and flourish. This is obviously your work, your field of study. You've, as you noted, examine things globally, then unpacking it state by state within the United States. As you broke it down further in this country, state by state, was there something or some series of things that surprised you when you actually analyzed the data? Yeah, I think just on your first point, um, Jeff, it's a really good one. And we are, you know, people might say, hang on, you're a, you know, you're a London-based think tank. You, you know, what do you know about the U.S.? And in, in some sense, they're right. But what we did with this is we took our global taxonomy and then we applied it to the individual states of the U.S. And, and we did that using 40 experts across the U.S. So these were um, academics, researchers, uh, people that were based in the U.S. That, that have a good understanding of these different pillars. So they helped advise and guide us in terms of what the tax- they were really, really helpful in doing that. But I think there were some macro messages coming out. So things like overall U.S. prosperity has is, is continued to rise and is at its highest ever level. Um, that is, is generally shared by most states, although there were four states that had actually seen a deterioration in uh, prosperity over the past decade. Um, but also there were some messages around things like social capital had declined. So that's the way that society um, is, is cohesive. You know, it's the strength of relationships. It's the trust in each other, the trust in institutions, how much people participate and engage in civic society. That, that had deteriorated across the U.S. And, and on health as well, whilst overall health has gone up, mental health has seen a deterioration across the U.S. due to sort of rising drug overdose deaths, suicides. So there were some macro messages, which I think, you know, is facing pretty much every state. But then as you look across individual states, we also found that no single state um, was performing well on all aspects of prosperity. In other words, there was at least one pillar where every state could improve. And the opportunity for sharing and collaboration for, with other states where another state was strong on that uh, particular pillar, you know, could be a way of improving is sort of learning what others are doing and applying that in, in your particular state. The data is absolutely helpful and reflects the situation that was present when you collected the data. But the world has changed so much thanks to the pandemic. What would you expect the next time you gather Hello? data? Yes, absolutely. And I, I think the just worthwhile saying, Jeff, all, all, all the data in the index is publicly available. So we, what we've done through the index is we've curated uh, a whole array of uh, data that's available to everybody to present this picture. But you're absolutely right. You know, the current pandemic is, is going to have a big impact on prosperity across the U.S. I mean, I'm, I'm personally very confident that the U.S. will rebound from, rebound from this well. But the index will also be well placed to be able to signpost those areas that have been hardest hit. So things like the economy, things like mortality rates and health, you know, possibly also things like uh, social capital and living conditions as well as, as people have to, you know, struggle to make ends meet. 
so the index will be well placed as a benchmark to be able to to actually be able to uh, track performance and progress going forwards. Uh, but you're right at the moment, and when we publish our update in in the summer, which by the way I should mention we're doing a county index for Iowa as well. So uh, we're unpacking the state of Iowa into into the counties uh, with a with a county prosperity index. Uh, we're working with the University of Iowa. We're we're good friends there with the College of Public Health. In fact, I was out there. Last year, I had a lovely time. It was it was great. It was a great pre- pleasure to come to Iowa. So hopefully get out there again. But but yeah, absolutely. When we publish in the summer, we will need to be contextualizing this in the context of what we expect to see going forward as well. Mr. Flanagan, I appreciate the conversation. The data is tremendously interesting. You're welcome back here anytime. And hopefully when the world settles down a bit, you can make that return trip to Iowa. And we'd love to connect with you then. Oh, I very much hope so. And thank you, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Have a good day, sir. Stay safe. Thanks. You too. Bye. Sean Flanagan of the Legatum Institute in London. More information about their research can be found online at usprosperity.net. The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report radio program and podcast. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.